Here we go again. Our federal government going to the, and I'm using some very heavy, very sarcastic air quotes here, the quote-unquote experts uh, to uh, advise on a project that they're working on. Of course, who are they going to? Their political buddies. Um, and, and this has to do with farming and farming, you know, farm labor, and the federal government being, in this case, the United States Department of Agriculture, the USDA. Um, and um, working off some reporting here in the Capitol Press this morning. Welcome back, by the way. This is The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, covering issues uh, important to farming and agriculture here in Whatcom and Skagit counties and across Washington State and all over the Pacific Northwest. Um, the USDA, who do they go to uh, when they're working on possibly new rules for farm labor, for farm workers, specifically for the federal H-2A guest worker program, which we know we've talked about it so much here on, on this program. It's a lifeline for farming uh, here in Washington state and all over this country. There's so much of our food that is harvested and grown and uh, farms that are operated thanks to the support that this program uh, you know allows people to you know it's a legal stable workforce people can come to this country legally safely with great regulations and make money that then not only helps us uh, produce food here but they they can take that many times to their communities and we're seeing communities in other countries change entirely because of this program but, of course, the USDA has to get in there and say, well, we, we need to uh, adjust this, we need to do this and then that. And who do they go to to advise on this, be involved in this? An activist labor group, United Farm Workers. And so I had to get on the phone from California this morning. Uh, some A guy who, who's, among several others down there in California, has followed this group, United Farm Workers, UFW, for a long, long time. And some of the most egregious things you've ever heard uh, in the world of labor and activism have happened down in California. There, Jesse Rojas with the Red Group. He's down in Baker Bakersfield, California. He uh, is a, a farm labor expert and consultant. Joins us on the program. Uh, Jesse, he, I, I texted this link to the story to you, and you said, wow. But then you said, not surprising. Explain why. Well, th thanks, Dylan, for inviting me on. And, you know, yeah, I've been following the United Farm Workers and their affiliated organizations for, for many years down here, especially in California. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate to see now that uh, Joe Biden's in office to, to see a lot of the federal agencies weaponized just to go back to give handouts, taxpayer-funded handouts, and uh, way, ways to and, uh, force unionization on on an employees. And now with the USDA, I mean, it's so ironic that they can still consider the United Farm Workers as a credible organization. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at it in the last decade or so, uh, 
aside from the uh, uh, labor violations and, 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 and enforcing themselves on employees through, through the government, just the fact that they don't even represent 1%. I don't even know if the numbers even reach half a percent of the farm workers across the nation. They have hardly any members. There's been individuals on record saying that the United Farm Workers does not organize. Instead, they receive more petitions with the ALRB, which is the Agricultural Labor Relations Board in California. It's really the one that handles the UFW in the fields and handles yeah. union elections. You had the former chair of the ALRB even resign in anger, saying the UFW no longer organizes. We have received most petitions for people wanting to get out of the United Farm Workers of Representation. Um, you know, you, you look at what the USDA is doing with partnering with the UFW. It's also even more ironic how if you look at the background of the UFW, they've never liked or advocated for temporary workers. And the main reason is yeah. because they can't become union members. They've always, until now, with the Farm Worker Modernization Act that they've been promoting, right? Uh, until then, they, they've always advocated against uh, programs such as H-2A. But now they're pretending that they're going to provide input and, and, and knowledge on this industry when they've never supported it. And no, and, and they've been out in the press for years saying awful, almost entirely untrue, fabricated it, you know, lies about this program, about how it abuses people. You know, and it's all about money they can get from government. And, and you know, we see United Farm Workers, and I mentioned affiliated organizations, but that's just the primary name. I mean, you still have the Dolores Huerta Foundation, which is, she's, you know, Dolores Huerta is one of the co-founders, famous co-founders of the UFW. She's done the same and she continues to do the same across California, getting into uh, either county or state funded programs for awareness. It's just money being flooded into their pockets that doesn't really achieve anything for our communities. Like you mentioned, our communities, they can benefit a lot more from all this money in affordable housing, for example. It's such a, a heart-pressing yeah. To have affordable housing and, and, and many other uh, awareness and, and programs that actually matter to our Hispanic agricultural communities. But instead, they just give this money to these organizations as a as a way to help them revive themselves during the Biden administration. It's ridiculous. And, and I say that I'm not surprised because one one of the many examples was two years ago during the pandemic in 2020 in the state of California. You, you recall when there was uh, money given uh, to individuals, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. And obviously uh, undocumented uh, immigrants did not qualify. Well, the state of California, as they usually do, they passed their own state funded uh, financial help for undocumented immigrants. I believe it was like $500 a person. Mm -hmm. Well, guess who they handed that money on that project to manage, quote unquote, manage and distribute the United Farm Workers. And check this out. As you go back to the, you know, you know, we met because the, the history of the United Farm Workers fighting the 3,000 plus uh, Garawan farming uh, farm workers in Fresno that they were trying yeah. to get rid of the UFW. Incredible you know, story, the, by the way. Yeah, I mean, just what they did, the atrocities they did there on on freedom of choice when it, when it comes to, the, to deciding if you want a union. And I had individuals that contacted the UFW office just to find out about this program that they were handed. And they had, you know, they had people that told them, well, we need your information. Are you a member of the union? Before they even handed them any of the money that the state gave them to hand out. It, it's just... 
free money to make themselves remain credible and 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 involved in the communities and at the end of the day it's just a way for them to get in and 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 for like i said force themselves to get yeah. members well and, and as you said at the beginning you said they're just looking they want to to get handouts and it, but you're not talking about them getting handouts to help workers you're talking about handouts to help their political buddies Absolutely. And I saw it even not just in that example. I saw it with other uh, quasi-affiliated organizations across the state of California during the COVID pandemic. You know, a lot of counties, for example, municipalities were uh, passing uh, 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 funding for COVID awareness uh, outreach programs. And a lot of the people that get got those contracts to pass out flyers and whatnot and information were those type of similar organizations just getting money from the government to continue to fund their their their, their projects and their agenda. It's, it's ridiculous. And, you know, you even put that away. You even put the fact that they're so biased. Even if you put that to the side, just the fact that the government who has so much resources at their disposal to do research. You mean to tell me they couldn't do a simple Google search in the United Farm Workers and <laughs> have seen that it's clearly not an organization that that it's independent, that has access to actual members in, in the agricultural communities? I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, you know, to add more to it, Dylan, this is an organization, people forget it's a simple Google search. They were actually, ironically, they were sued by their own employees, their own organizers twice. They lost one, uh, which was the judgment was for $1.2 million several years ago, where some of their organizers sued them because, ironically, they weren't paying them the proper uh, wage and they, hour. They uh, were doing <laughs> that wage theft. And intimidation of employees, all the things that they were accusing farms of doing, they, a judge found, this isn't just me accusing, a judge in California found them guilty of doing those very things to their own employees. I mean, this is the ultimate in hypocrisy. Uh, again, with us right now on The Farming Show here on KGMI, uh, Jesse Rojas down with a red group down in uh, Bakersfield, California. Uh, he uh, Again, he's been following the UFW, the United Farm Workers, for a long, long time. That's why I wanted to bring him on with uh, UFW in the headlines, stirring up a little bit of a controversy um, because, well, really it's not the UFW so much directly uh, causing the controversy it's usda our own federal government the united states department of agriculture partnering with this activist extremist group um to do something to do with the h2a program uh something to do uh, uh addressing challenges with the visa program and uh funding agriculture employers to boost health and safety standards for workers um, okay, that's all great. Where, where's where's the farming community, the farmer representation on there? And that, that was another statement on all of this from um, the American Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, they told the Capitol Press uh, its members are concerned that USDA has uh, chosen to engage with this activist group rather than with agriculture employees um, to make something that actually works for every, I, I think everybody should have a voice. Sadly, um, you know, the farming community should have a voice and farm workers should have a voice. But if, if it's just UFW, neither, they don't represent either of those. I mean, you, from what you're explaining, Jesse, UFW represents themselves and their own political and financial interests and, you know, <laughs> uh, partnerships, or, or I, I can think of, uh, more derogatory terms to call them. 
You, you know, Dylan, and, and one question I would have just from looking at this uh, for the USDA is, look, you were thinking about putting out a pilot program, which you don't have a lot of details to disclose yet of what this pilot program is going to entail. Well, that's public money. Did you put an RFP? Did you look at other bidders, organizations that maybe can actually offer more value? Or did you just rubber stamp it and said, hey, they're the only union, even though they only represent less than 1% of farm workers in the state in, in the United States, let's just that's the only one with the f farm name to it. Right. Let's just partner up with them without even seeing on a simple Google search all you the know, horrible you things. You know, I, done. I I guess maybe I'm more cynical than that, Jesse. Honestly, I think they, they know and they're buddies with them too. I mean, it's all part of the same game in, in my cynical view. Um, they, th these organizations like UFW and like we see here locally with community to community development and uh, Unidas por la Justicia, uh, Familias Unidas por, por la Justicia, uh, based out of Bellingham and Mount Vernon. I've uh, been tracking them for a long time, which, by the way, I should say, even UFW, if I recall, there have been times in the past where community to community and FUJ have been too extreme for the people that they used to partner with, you know, because these people generally are kind of on the same team of labor activism. <laughs> community to community from Bellingham was actually too extreme even for UFW. So that shows you what we have right here in our community. All of this, um, if people know the background, this is back to the story of Cesar Chavez uh, in California, um, a group that some said, you know, had uh, noble intent at the beginning, but has entirely lost its way in the decades since. Uh, Rosalinda Guillen uh, was an organizer with UFW way back in the Cesar Chavez days. Um, I, from what I understand, she was acquainted with him, worked with him, um, and now she's doing her own thing up here. So it's all part of the same game we see here locally. We see on a much larger platform with UFW where it's about them it's about their money, growing their organizations, supporting their political causes and buddies, and really using the workers, farm workers, as pawns in this game to parade them around and, and say, oh, you're helping these people when that's not the truth at all. No, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. And I think it's going to require that we keep these organizations, these taxpayer organizations, and I'm talking about USDA yeah. and many others, accountable to their, you know, they, they're just unilaterally deciding to spend all this money um, with these organizations. There needs to be some type of accountability towards them. Absolutely. Again, Jesse Rojas is with us here on The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, uh, tracking this story. Uh, here on your Saturday morning, um, the USDA partnering with the United Farm Workers, an extremist activist group, um, deeply documented down in California uh, to have done a lot of awful things, even in, including um, you know getting legal judgments against them. Judges deciding that they were they were discriminating against, uh, harassing, manipulating, um, providing you know hostile environment. Uh, and uh, also committing wage theft against their own employees. This is a group that's supposed to look out for workers. What else is going on down there these days, uh, Jesse? It's been a while since you and I have uh, touched base. I know you have a lot of stuff going on down there. What are the big hot issues with farming and labor in California right now? Well, actually, the the, the hottest thing that just happened now is, um, you know, the UFW has also been trying to pass with the state legislature here in California for, for, for years, even dating back as back 
as uh, Governor Brown before Governor Newsom, they've been trying to pass what's known as card check, which is just basically another way of them uh, forcing people into their membership. And it looks like Governor Newsom is finally going to pass their bill. And, and, and when you read a lot of language of the bill, it completely strips any left right that, you know, uh, farm workers have. I mean, the bill goes as far as mandating, you know, mail ballots for union elections. We can pick up the ballots mm. from farm workers' homes, help them fill it out. Yeah, there's no, and there's not going to be any corruption there. I mean, of course not. No, because we can already trust that. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's really sad what's happening. And by the way, this is USDA, but since the Biden administration, I mean, you look at the NLRB, right? The National Labor Relations Board. We're looking at a lot of the most recent union elections. I mean, you, the, the biggest on the Wall Street Journal this week was Starbucks basically taking legal action, ironically, obviously, right, Starbucks, right. but taking legal action saying that the NLRB has been weaponized as well and has been illegally assisting or tilting the scales to help unions uh, win elections in mail ballots. Yeah. Well, wow, what a surprise when it's also packed with nothing but pro-union and big labor advocate yep. and it's not yep. balanced as well from the other sides. It's it's nuts and it's it's a systemic problem with the labor movement, sadly. And a lot of people say, you're just so anti-union, they can't stand it. And here's what I'm anti. I am, if, if a group of workers wants to legitimately organize, follow the rules, not intimidate anyone, not doing anything illegal, and a majority of workers all following the rules decide they want to unionize, that is great. I support yep. that. Yep. But that's not what I'm against. All the time I get, you know, ripped for being anti-union. No, it's just really hard to find, you know, sadly, maybe it's just because they're not in the news. And I know that there are plenty of good, quote unquote, good unions out there. But the ones that are getting the attention so often are having to maintain their grip on the money that they're able to take out of workers' paychecks every month by intimidation, by lies, by pressuring people, and in some cases, outright illegal activity. And, and that is not legitimately representing workers. And that is not union. And so it's not, I'm not anti-union. I'm anti-corruption, and that's what we're seeing. So it's sad that that movement has to resort to that so often. Jesse Rojas with the Red Group down in Bakersfield, California. I mean, it's, it's important for us, you know, because we usually focus on Washington State here on the program and what I do, maybe a little Oregon or Idaho. Not a lot of California, but it's important to follow California because, sadly, our governor in our state, some in leadership in our state, just want so badly to be just like California. And, and as California I, goes, so will Washington right on its heels. And I have to say, Dylan, a state like yours in Washington, yeah, you really need to look at California as a model to not follow. <laughs> you know, history is bound to repeat itself. You look at how yep. much they've burned themselves out of California UFW. That's why they're looking yep. to change things in states like yours, Oregon, New York, Florida. They're going somewhere yep. else where they can get a piece of the pie. And it's important that at this stage, before it gets as bad as California has gotten in the last decade or so, this is the right time to hold your local elected officials, your local government bodies accountable. You're exactly right on. We're out of time. I appreciate it so much. Uh, on the phone with us from, from Bakersfield, California this morning, Jesse Rojas with the Red Group. We really appreciate your time and your focus on this. And, and yeah, folks, follow, pay attention to what's going on in California. Thank you, Dylan.